This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. The government has announced that Taiwan's top speed skating athlete, Huang Yiting, will be disciplined for what it calls her inappropriate words and actions during the Winter Olympics in Beijing. Huang triggered controversy when she posted a video of herself on social media training in a Chinese national team uniform. There are also calls for the country's sports body to set up rules for athletes to follow when representing Taiwan. Louise Watt reports. Taiwan's top speed skater, Huang Yuting, has become a controversial figure at home. She was fiercely criticized online after posting a video of herself training in a Chinese uniform shortly before the Beijing Winter Olympics, upsetting Taiwanese who view China as a grave threat. Then, during the Olympics, the athlete said she felt like she was competing on home turf. Now Taiwan's government wants to punish her. But opposition figures say the government is overreacting, including this media personality and member of the opposition Kuomintang, or KMT. The speed skater hasn't broken any rules that merit disqualification. But the government wants the sports administration to establish rules of conduct for athletes representing Taiwan abroad. As for Huang's future, the sports body will order Taiwan's Olympic Committee and Skating Union to discuss her funding, subsidies and competitions within the next two weeks, and then decide on her punishment. Punishment that may well have limited effect, as the skater plans to retire from competitive sport, a decision she said she was even more certain about after the anger expressed towards her. Alex Chen and Louise Watt for Taiwan Plus. An international anti-corruption organization has revealed that James Song, a Taiwan politician who has run for president multiple times, had an account with Credit Suisse that at one point held around 15 million U.S. dollars. The account was one of those leaked as a part of a report that accuses the bank of handling funds for clients with proven links to criminal activity. Critics are calling on Song to explain where the money came from. The 79-year-old was once accused by his former party, the Kuomintang, of embezzling millions of U.S. dollars in party funding, although the charges were later dropped. He was also accused of receiving kickbacks from a Navy procurement deal in 1991. Song has denied these accusations and no evidence of wrongdoing has been found. He has yet to respond to the Credit Suisse revelations. Former U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo will meet with President Tsai Ing-wen next week as part of his first visit to Taiwan. Pompeo, who served under Donald Trump, will speak at a local think tank and meet Taiwan's Vice President William Lai and Foreign Minister Joseph Wu. While in office, Pompeo advanced U.S.-Taiwan relations by increasing arms sales and lifting previous restrictions on visits by top U.S. officials. 那外交部我们诚挚的欢迎 
Taiwan reported 44 cases of COVID-19 on Tuesday. The number includes five local cases and 39 imported ones. As the spread of infections appears to be under control, the government is planning to ease COVID prevention measures. Sandy Chi has the story. The number of recent local cases has dropped by 42% compared to the week before. The Central Epidemic Command Center, or CECC, says this shows that the country managed the Lunar New Year travel period well. Seeing the improvement, the government plans to relax pandemic restrictions, possibly starting in March. Quarantine time could be reduced from 14 days to 10. Meanwhile, the Ministry of Transportation and Communications is considering allowing commuters to eat and drink on trains and other mass transportation though other disease prevention measures would remain in place. With the drop of daily confirmed cases, the government aims to achieve a controllable low-risk situation while encouraging the public to remain vigilant. As Naya Zhou and Sandy Chi for Taiwan Plus. Well, here in Taiwan, the recent cold blast is set to prolong a national egg shortage. Temperatures have dropped to around 10 degrees Celsius, and as Bing Wang reports, that does not make for a happy hen. These chickens are not crossing the road. With Taiwan's recent cold spell, they are staying inside their coop, where it's still too cold to lay their eggs. This week, temperatures dropped to around 10 degrees Celsius, exacerbating the egg shortage across Taiwan that began in January. The ideal temperature to lay eggs is 22 degrees Celsius, and in the past week, egg production has fallen 20%. That's why this farmer added extra layers and fans to keep his chickens warm. But officials say this isn't a cause for concern, as temperatures will rise next week. And in the meantime, Taiwan has been importing eggs from Japan, Australia, and the United States. Barring any unexpected circumstances, officials say Taiwan's egg supply should return to normal by Easter, around the occasion of a more enjoyable egg hunt. Damon Lin and Bing Wong for Taiwan Plus. Taiwan is now open to imports of food and agricultural products from areas affected by the 2011 Fukushima nuclear disaster in Japan. It comes after the cabinet announced earlier this month that it would lift the decade-long ban. Officials have cited Taiwan's bid to join the Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership, or CPTPP, Regional Trade Pact, as one of the reasons for lifting the ban. Japan is a founding member of the CPTPP, Taiwan's government says measures including border inspections, certificates of origin and radiation testing will ensure food safety meets international standards. A Taiwanese couple's award-winning edible rose business is blossoming after the darkest days of their lives. Philip Brassard brings us their story. When Zhang Siguang and Guo Enqi started their rose garden 20 years ago, they knew nothing about farming, except that they wanted to do it organically. They were working towards their goal of having a world-famous garden when Guo was diagnosed with cancer. But she didn't give up, and after five years of chemotherapy and help from her husband, Guo is going strong. In 2021, they took part in an international marmalade competition in England, winning one gold, one silver, and four bronze. Guo and Zhang's roses are also being used by a renowned Taiwanese baker in his award-winning bread. 
With this much recognition at home and abroad, they hope their business will continue to bloom. Patrick Chun and Philip Broussard for Taiwan Plus. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson has announced the end to all COVID-19 restrictions in England from April 1st. Starting this Thursday, people who test positive for COVID will no longer be required to self-isolate. Financial support for people who miss work due to infection will also end. The announcement applies to England only. Other parts of the UK have set their own pandemic restrictions. Johnson said the pandemic is not yet over and that new coronavirus variants are certain to emerge. But he said it was time to focus on those for whom COVID poses the greatest threat. We should be proud that the UK established the biggest testing program per person of any large country in the world. But its budget in the last financial year was bigger than that of the Home Office. And it cost, uh, the testing program cost two billion pounds just last month alone. So we must scale back and prioritize our resources for the most vulnerable. Truth Social, a social media app developed by former U.S. President Donald Trump's media company, launched on Sunday through Apple's App Store. The app got off to a rocky start with technical issues and reports of users shut out of their accounts. But it was ranked as the top free app available on the U.S. App Store as of Monday. Trump is looking to return to social media. He was banned from Facebook, Twitter and YouTube last year for inciting violence during the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol, which saw supporters of the president clash with police and storm the legislative chambers. Europe's most active volcano, Mount Etna, has erupted once more, sending a plume of ash over eastern Sicily. There have been no immediate reports of injury, but nearby towns were covered in a layer of ash. The eruption also briefly closed the airport serving the city of Catania. Monday's eruption follows activity at the famous volcano earlier in the month that filled the sky with lava and lightning. Thanks for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com.